We are recording. What? You We're recording? To, please acknowledge that we are recording. Oh, I am wow. legally obligated to make sure that you acknowledge that we are recording. More than anything, we're legally obligated to make sure that I have a strong reaction to the fact that we're recording. I acknowledge that we're recording! Acknowledgement! I acknowledge your acknowledgement. So, for those of you tuning in, welcome to Neurodiversity in Tech. I'm Sean with Brandon here. We're going to talk about some fun stuff. Brandon, please. Oh, man. I'm excited. We're going to talk about uh, hyper-focus and fixations. Ah, the good old fixations. I don't have any fixations, right? <laughs> <laughs> said said very few neurodiverse people ever. And I, I want to make sure that right off the bat, I'm, I'm, I'm setting this up that, to say that hyper-focus and fixations are a facet of so many neurodivergent traits. Uh, I couldn't list them all. This isn't a strictly autism thing this okay. isn't a strictly adhd thing this isn't a strictly ocd thing so put that out your mind you feel anxious you could end up with a hyper focus oh yeah you get a little bit of depression going you could uh, you could have a fixation fixations and hyper focus can both be very uh i don't want to say healthy they can be a, a kind of a positive or, or kind of a negative, and I guess sometimes neutral. Like sometimes net, they don't do anything to you. That's a very rare one. That's a super rare one. I think today I want to focus more on the positives, especially after last week's episode. I'd like to be like, yeah, bring, there's some bring, good things. Bring bring the energy back up a bit. You know? Yeah, bring, cheer, yeah. Cheer up the world. Positive. Yeah, I'm here. Put I'm here to bring some. I'm here to bring some Canadian sunshine. Canadian sunshine. Yeah. I like that. You know what? Here it goes. So as far back as I can remember, I I know for a fact I had fixation from like childhood. And the first fixation I know I had, it's it's not gonna be what you think. It was food. Oh, food. Okay. I was absolutely fascinated by and fixated on food i was a bit of a picky eater growing up what that's crazy but i absolutely loved food and i loved eating and i loved trying all different kinds of food and i was that kid that was like is it lunch yet what time is lunch how much longer is it until lunch when do i get to eat the foods, the foods. and the first thing that my parents really got me hooked on. And this, this is not, no, by no stretch, take this as a knock against my parents. My parents did great, but my parents were struggling. They were heavy at the beach. They didn't know what to feed me. I was losing my ever loving mind and I was like rejecting everything. So I don't remember if it was my mom or my dad ran into a convenience store and came out with a can of Chef Boyardee. Okay. I mean, cracked it open. Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. First off, which one is Chef Boyardee? Because you got the, the oh, I, I, spaghetti, I, so you got the mini, raviolis. The, the mini raviolis. The mini like, raviolis? That's a good call. Yeah, the ra yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and I devoured I devoured it. I was like done. Yeah. So to this day, one of my strange food fixations, even being diabetic and avoiding gluten and stuff like that, I'll still break it for this. 
can of pasta. God, how much? Cold, cold, straight out of the can. You too? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. I Don't get so eat it many up. Wi- I get so weird looks. I'm like, it's better this way. It really is. It and, really is. And it's the raviolis. The raviolis are ideally the uh, mini raviolis because the big raviolis. Mini bites. Mini yeah. bites with the yeah. little meatballs. Yeah, you get it. You can get it all. Mm, I'm not. Not. I'm hit and miss with the meatballs. But oh yeah, I really. I have a thing for the meatballs. But that's fair. That's you know what they're not for everybody, and I, I get why there's <laughs> there's a heavy heavy texture factor when it yeah. comes to to the chef. <laughs> You got to be careful. Air quotes, meatballs. Meatballs. You got to be careful, though, because I found out kind of the hard way that there is a lot of sodium in those Chef Boyardee's. Canned foods in general. Oh, yeah. But like the Chef Boyardee's have a lot of sodium. No, you can't. You can't eat those daily. Uh, You're going to blow up into a salt ball and um, and, and be mostly ocean at that point. (laughs) Yeah. You take a sneeze. You sneeze and it's like. It's just powder. It's it's crystallized. <laughs> Midair, it crystallizes into like salt shrapnel. Yeah, right in Gosh, somebody's what, eyes. What uh, kind of co- what kind of COVID does that create? Sorry, ooh. sorry, everybody. Sorry. Too soon. Still it's too a new. Soon. It's the Chef Boyardee variants. Look out! Oh, Look out, folks. <laughs> uh, the worst part of that is the only thing you can taste is canned spaghetti. Oh. <laughs> Destroyed. Ended. That's, that's yeah. Like Alphagetti, uh, 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 Chef Boyardee. I would daydream though when I was like at school and like get completely distracted because all I was thinking about was lunch. I wanted to get to my bologna sandwich. I wanted to get to my Mr. Noodles. I wanted to get to whatever was there. I didn't care. Stop talking to me about the math. I don't want to hear anything more about the story. I'm not invested. Yeah. I am invested in food. And so that, for me, fixation-wise, hyper-focus-wise, to this day, I will still consume endless food videos. I'm always trying to find more, you know, chefs and, and different ideas. And then I'll go try that stuff in the kitchen. And I want to feed people. And I want to eat. And I want to – it's just – I don't know. Food is just this celebratory – subject for me and i mean as you know we've talked about the pizza episode which i'm going to keep teasing that because it is coming keep, keep teasing it I, Got a we couple will people do it. that are going to be on that episode but that is going to be that episode you are going to hear probably like right now you're going to hear maximum joy branded when it comes to that because because food is just oh we could talk for hours uh, about food now what about what about you i i know that you've got i know you got something so like yeah, like uh, for hyper focuses, uh, growing up, I always used to really, um, kind of like radiate towards uh, technology and mm-hmm. and uh, not just like like electronics, obviously electronics, but um, also like um, mechanical things. Kind of like I I always wanted to like uh, invent and engineer things. Ooh, yep. yep. So I uh. Also had a um, kind of like a little makeshift lab because yeah, growing up at, at a period of time, I wanted to be a scientist. It's actually a fun story because um, my mom, awesome. my mom would probably tell you as as long as she could still remember it. Um, 
how I nearly set the house on fire trying to make a sparkly <laughs> candle. Wait, wait, wait. It gets good. It gets good. Sparkly <laughs> candle. No sparkly yeah. candle with a with a model rocket engine. No. Yeah, that thing lit up yes! in my hand. It was like a flare. And I was just freaking out as a kid. Like, uh, I mean, well, I was probably like 12. But what have I, like, what have I done? I was like, what do I do? I'm in the basement. I'm in the basement, so I free I I almost I almost dropped an F bomb there. I threw it on the ground and stomped on it and burnt a huge hole in the carpet. Well, because you, you didn't you didn't expect it. No, I did not expect right? it. Right? There's no was, there was no expectation in that in that experimentation. I mean clearly not. No. Well what I was trying to do is I was trying to get the, the model rocket powder out and I was trying to you know, embed it into a candle. Unfortunately, I didn't think about the fact that the candle, which had a lit wick, um, don't don't judge me. Had I'm not judging wick, you. No, no. Mm -mm. Could possibly jump no. the powder that was coming out. So it would have been cool if it had worked. I think, but That's, yeah, what it yeah. ended up doing was literally <laughs> fill the entire basement with smoke. I had a huge hole in the. <laughs> Granted, it was a cheap carpet, thankfully, and um, I was banned from doing science in the house. That's Understandable. Okay. The drum section is here. Yeah. I love it. Um, yeah, the cast is um, live. Yeah, that was that was kind of one of my first forays in how you know being hyperfixated on something could possibly cause problems. <laughs> I was I was actually so building off that story because I, I there's no judgment here. I did so many stupid things. I made um Drano bombs. Ooh. <laughs> and I'm not gonna I'm not I'm not outlining how to make these, okay? That's not what this podcast is about. So don't ask me for the instructions, okay? But basically you know, you get your water, you get your other things, and you shake it in a plastic bottle. It's not an actual bomb. It makes a pop. It explodes really loudly. I think okay? a CO2 bomb is actually more dangerous than Drano. Except for um, no, no, well, actually, if the Drano splashes, that's that's pretty The bad. gas, yeah, the, 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 well, because you're supposed to use crystal, crystal uh, Drano. Anyways, the, the point is, I got a little too into it hmm. and started, you know, upping the ante and and i used like a glass bottle and that mid shrapnel oh, don't do that again no and uh uh um you know exploded it too close to myself oops i got drano on my leg don't do that again because that burns um, a little bit just a little bit <laughs> but i get it like that's just it i think there's something in this is the double-edged sword of the, the hyper fixation the hyper focus is that it takes over you yeah have blinders that come on and all you can see is the thing that you're trying to do the goal yeah. i'm gonna do this i don't know what's gonna happen but it's i'm doing it i'm doing this and that's really good for if working on say a problem like if you're in technology you're working on a, 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 a an escalation doing troubleshooting it's brilliant right because yeah. when you get when you get engaged, you're like locked in and you're just like, Oh, I'm going to fix this. I'm going to figure it out. And it's, it's, it's really good where I carry with them that focus. Oh no. Oh no. 
I think you're breaking out, man. Oh no, I'm, it's such a good story. No, I and, and I, know you, I I heard. Well, yeah. I understood through context. I understood what you were yeah. talking about. The you know the hyper focus being able to allow you to, especially you know if you're hyper focus is like technology and you're working in IT, it can be pretty helpful because you you zero in on the problem. I am literally just paraphrasing what you were saying that was breaking up. I know. Um, so all credit to you on that one. Uh, I appreciate that. I, I really do. Um, I think I should be good now. I've switched my microphone. I, I realized that Zoom shows the lamest of microphones and I should be coming clear now. You actually so, you do sound a lot better. Thank you. I appreciate that. I should have been using this mic all along. Um, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. You get lame sounding Brandon for the first half of this episode. Um, but it's, it's something like often people look at those that are neurodivergent as having problems, maintaining focus as um, being, you know, you've heard the words like lazy and shiftless and stuff like that. It's like, that's not it. The, the, the idea is you find a thing, you find their thing and you point them at it. It's yeah. like, freaking bloodhound scenario it's it's not a lack of focus yeah it's not a lack of focus it's no a lack of focus in things that don't interest yeah and 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 as soon as you capture that that engagement point that's it yeah you've done it you've done it you just have to find that thing and work learn how to work with a person like that so i think it's important we went down that that path uh uh, of things relating it back right to to tech again no yeah I think it's a really good idea, especially because we're going to have people that are listening that may be managers to people who are neurodivergent, trying to understand their uh, their teammates. So, if you find the thing that they are most passionate about, if it's if it's problem solving, if it's getting to work on a new feature, if it's getting to fix an old problem, you find their why trigger. And then all of a sudden, it's like oh. this machine kicks into high gear, and it is beautiful to watch. The raison d'être. Yes. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love that you. Wow, we got fancy in this episode. I can't help it. I did actually take French at one point in high school. Wow. I you was, actually. I was pretty good, and now I'm pretty bad. But every that now was again, better French. That was better French than I. I can manage and. I'm supposed to be able to to do it because I I had to take it in uh, elementary and high school because yeah. Canada. I I I I don't want to completely segue into this one, but I do enjoy French in the sense that it just it rolls off your tongue like cursive. There is a bit. There's a, there's a lot more of a roll. Um, you're right. I, I, it's the same reason actually. I, I love Spanish as a language. Spanish is beautiful. I chose to take Spanish in high school and I wish I could have taken more. Um, it's just such great language, um, you know, which is another thing. Speaking of which I think I, I know people where that is, that is their hyperfixation, right? There are people that are, are completely into obsessed with learning new languages and they do so with gusto, with fervor and how well that serves them in life. Right. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. I, I'm trying to pick up Spanish as we speak because, well, um, it helps with, uh, I have, um, you know, people around me who speak, you know, 
Spanish was their primary, you know, they're the first language and they're, you know, in various stages of learning Spanish and are learning English. And I'm in kind of like my phase of trying to learn Spanish. You know, the thought processes kind of meet in the middle and help each other in the process too. Love it. Because if you have somebody who knows the language that you're trying to learn and is trying to learn your language and you have the opposite, you, you can have a, you know, a great setup there where you're both just reinforcing each other. Oh, that's, yeah, that's a great, that's, that's essentially, that is the best kind of feedback loop you can ask for. Right? The best. So. Um, continuing in the fixation territory. Yes. Um, sometimes fixations go too far. I do want to touch a little bit on that. Please do. Um, because <laughs> I'm going to talk about transformers now. Um, <laughs> I'm going to talk about transformers. And this is to the point where, where I have had to learn over time how to kind of meter and control my enjoyment of transformers because it transcends um, being a fixation. It transcends being a sensory thing because it is those things, but it is a hyper fixation to the point where if I know that there is a set that exists a set of characters that exist, for example, and I find out that I am missing one of those characters, even if I didn't know about that character before, I just found that out today from a comic book, from a post online, from an image, all of a sudden my brain does a little switch and it's like, you got to get that one. Why don't you have that one yet? You got to complete it. Have you done it yet? Why isn't it done yet? And so I have over time learned to have a healthy appreciation of that particular fixation. I think this also applies, this can apply to things like food. This can apply to books. This can apply to anything and everything. When you have an unrestricted hyper-focus, even if it's a good thing, too much of a good thing can become a bad thing. Well, well, yeah. So I want everybody out there to know uh, that my house is not like an episode of Hoarders um, where there are transformers hanging out of the rafters or, or anything like that. And I say that, I, I say that not to be funny. I say that because legitimately that is the thing that can happen with hyperfixation and hyperfocus is you get to a point where I can't get rid of this. I need more of this. I have nowhere to put this. So it just ends up going into every available nook and cranny. I can say that I've never been like that. <laughs> my, so my. <laughs> this, this, by the by the way, for those for those at home, this is this is where we're both consciously saying, "Stop <laughs> calling me out." Yeah. No. I Stop it. My. Uh, I may have uh, and have had in the past a bit of a problem with uh, books. So there. That there is, we go. As one of my thing where we literally did run out of bookshelves and bought bookshelves and ran out of space on those bookshelves too. So, and I didn't even know that when I said that, just no, yeah, I just, I just picked that one. Cause I know that that is one Wait, but books, books are an easy one. Books are really easy. Be, everyone. Oh no. It's first <laughs> off, like you buy a bunch of books and you're like, I'm going to, I'm going to get to them. I'm going to get to them. And then, right. you know, you're reading right. a book and you go to a bookstore or you know somewhere I, I even like pick them up at the uh, the library if I go to the library and they have like a little you know 
books for sale section. I think oh, yes, 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 yes. And, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah, and then the next thing you know, you're just like, well, where am I going to put all these things? I'll just put them right here for the time being, and you plop them up on the table or something. And then you get, like, a bookshelf. I literally <laughs> just set up a bookshelf down here, and it's more than halfway full. This is this is hyper-relatable. This is hyper-relatable because, for me, it is it is it is the same as the the Transformers situation at, at a point in my life, once upon a time in a galaxy far far away. I had a Transformers room. I, I had to have a dedicated room to the Transformers. And granted, I used it as an office. I did I did drawing in there. I did other things in there. Yeah. But by and large, that space was 85, 90% dedicated to wall to wall toys in all different shapes sizes and forms and so for me it's like when i run out of a space at this point or i have a certain something it's about knowing when to say when and 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 having to to have really learned about that and learn where that comes from if there are difficult stressful times hyper focuses and fixations can become a real mm, Budding problem, yeah, because, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it. No, that's a good point because you're, you're, you're trying to find a diversion, something to kind of take your mind off of the stressful, stressful, uh, you know, whatever stressful event you're going through, basically. Ah, uh, boy. Yep, there it is. Another transformer. For those at home right now, there's a transformer that I transformed while we were talking. That is now in flight mode flying across the screen. You can't see it, but it's happening. I can see it. It is glorious. Um... <laughs> Here's the thing. Like, that's like, I, I get the book thing, too. Like, I, I just, again, further emphasis, like, anything that you come up with, whether it's like, spices, kitchen tools, uh, uh, um, machine tools, like tools for your, your shop, wood wood tools, all of those things, right? Like, like it is all well within the realm of, of these fixations and, and, and stuff. And they all have the reason they all have their place. It comes down to, are you the master of your fixations or are the fixations, the master of you yeah. as corny as that sounds, it is real. And so no, I wanted to make sure I, I wrapped up the topic for this week on that note. Um, for the folks at home because there are a lot of things to consider there and if you're someone who who struggles with that this might be one of those things where it's like oh huh right like sometimes you just need to hear it yeah i know i did no yeah you need you need your your uh, neurotypical buddy because everybody should have one right you have your, <laughs> your neurotypical buddy kind of keep you in check and be like do you really need that 350,000 transformer and where is yes. it going and where, and where is, is it going? going that's a good one yes where is justification it going? justification plus plus what's the home that is where a, is its home that's a very good point because if you don't have a place to put it if you can't think of where you're going to be stashing that thing you probably don't need it at the very least right now so but what if it's limited edition <laughs> sorry <laughs> buy a story <laughs> Get a storage locker. Buy a store. No, start. don't. 
There's a whole new world of problems. That is problematic. Listen, I'm collecting storage lockers now, okay? And I need your help. <laughs> Remember Storage Wars? Like, I feel like that's that a real a thing. Great that is right? That's That is totally a real thing. People would find these storage lockers and they would find the most insane things but in the storage lockers you, and then they would just keep obtaining them. You know that what they did was somebody had uh, like an inside knowledge. Somebody went into the storage locker beforehand or something. It, it, oh, they, they had, had to have. have. No, because otherwise there was never going to be anything interesting. Yeah, and they would have had to film for just months on end. So... I yeah, think that no. I think that not everything was you know completely on the level for that show, um, but you know if that's, somebody that's out right. there if somebody that's out right. there has inside information about the show, maybe connect us to the producers or something to defend <laughs> themselves on this show. That's fine. On this episode, we yeah. throw shade at Storage Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't that see is, myself doing that, but here we that are. That is the that is the best way to end this. Yeah. No, listen, listen, nothing, nothing is 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 off the table as, as as much as we try to to stay family friendly um we will call your reality tv show out oh we will and um you won't hear anything about it because we're not big enough yet and that's okay yeah next next one up is that one with the the bar disasters or whatever you know oh like, my gosh we'll yes the bar disasters <laughs> well <laughs> this has been neurodiversity in tech podcast i'm brandon and i am sean i really appreciate everybody who tuned in tuning in good night folks take care